Oh, welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is episode 199. Wow. Of the show. <laughs> Baby, I just took a nice short sip of uh, San Pellegrino. San Pellegrino water. If you're watching the video, I'm doing an ad. San Pellegrino water. It's uh, The bottle's too small. It's smaller than Perrier. That's my review. But, ooh, it's got a nice kick to it. Mmm. Ah, refreshing. I usually buy Perrier. I got three Perrier in the fridge. I just saw the San Pellegrino at Publix, and I said, you know what? I'm going to give those small bottles a try. Then I realized very quickly, as soon as I walked out of that store, I have a large bottle of San Pellegrino sitting inside the fridge that I bought uh, like three or four weeks ago. No fooling. I have so many bottles of seltzer. It's great to have all that seltzer, right? You know? Uh, Replace the, uh, let's see, you know, let's see, what? Uh, Instead of coming home, cracking a beer like uh, people my age typically do, I crack open a nice hard seltzer. And speaking of coming home, just sitting there. (laughs) Nothing to come home from. Episode 199, the Constitutional's Podcast, premier podcast, flow website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. Uh, recording an episode. Uh, something just happened on CNN. Apparently, it's one of the few times I've, I've uh, had CNN on a background, and I've heard the words, we have breaking news, and it's been real breaking news. Somebody drove a car into the Capitol. Uh, tried to drive a car into the Capitol, but they drove into a barricade. So now the person is uh, in custody. The two officers were injured. Uh, we hope that they get a speedy recovery. What else happened today? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, I bought a new yoga mat. I had to, uh, I, I, I've been using a workout mat for like the past uh, two years as a yoga mat. Um, and it's not good. <laughs> it's way too thick. Uh, I could never catch balance, but I mean, I've learned to compensate for that. Um, but now I have a new yoga mat. It's airing out. When you buy a nice, a decent yoga mat. Uh, it's good. This is this is a real tidbit. When you come home with that yoga mat, Lululemon, all the way down to Target, roll it out. Let the chemical smell. The they they treat it with these chemicals to make it sticky and stuff. Just roll it out. Let it air out for a day. Then use it. I can't wait to do a class. But then, but then uh, last week. No. Yeah, last week it was announced that uh, Peloton wouldn't be doing uh, live yoga classes for the next basically month. Like I think it's like three straight weeks without uh, yoga and meditation. Uh, I can only assume that they are doing renovations to their yoga room, yoga studio, just like they've done renovations to the workout studio. And now they have a very nice looking workout studio and Pilates space and all that stuff. Listen, I'm uh, head over heels for this Peloton stuff. I, I'm a year and a couple of weeks in. I love it. If only I could afford a bike. <laughs> Constitutionals Podcast, 199 Nothing big planned for 200 so don't get your hopes up about that. Uh, we are recording off the laptop again, the, the camera, because my DSLR has been acting up. It turned off on me when I was uh, recording news time earlier this week. 
And by earlier this week, I mean yesterday. <laughs> What's today, Thursday? No, today's Friday. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I was recording it on Wednesday then. But here we are. I mean, we're doing it. We're doing it, baby. <laughs> hey, man, Bill Clinton here. We're sitting here recording a podcast. Uh, I say I'm a vegan now. Right? Right on, you know? I'm still a, I'm still a, a, a poon hound. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. This is a clean podcast. I know we don't we don't say any uh, bad words on here, but man, I love to get it. I love to get it. I still got my, I still got a nice head of hair, looking like uh, Ted Danson. We're about the same age, Ted Ted and I. Looking like Sam Malone, hair all swooped back, got a good old smile. I'm a southern boy. I'm a charmer. All right, I gotta go. Bye now. Whoa, Bill Clinton was here. Man, you guys just missed him. Very odd that he would come to this stupid show. Hey, let's get into the first story. Let's talk about, oh, no, let's do this. Uh, T-Mobile for a second. T-Mobile has killed its streaming service after only five months. Doing a little bit of rearranging here on the notion. (laughs) Pad. This comes from The Verge. Written by Chris Welch, T-Mobile is already shutting down its live TV service, partners with YouTube TV and Philo. So it's called T-Vision, T-Vision Live, and it is, and I'm going to use YouTube TV because they're partnered with YouTube TV. It is just like YouTube TV. It's just like Hulu with Live TV. It's just like Philo. It's just like every other live TV streaming platform. Just hit the mic arm. Where you have... A channel guide, you can watch channels, <laughs> and, and that's it. That's what it is. But ne- but that was a T-Mobile branded one. And it only came out in the fall. And I remember when it came out thinking, who would get this? Who was so entrenched in the T-Mobile ecosystem? I understand that AT&T has DirecTV, uh, what is that, uh, DirecTV Now? You know, and, and, and like two other... Um, Besides HBO Max, whoever live TV streaming services, I get that. I totally respect it. But here's the thing. Outside of traditional cable, there are three or four reputable uh, live TV services. Slaying YouTube TV, uh, YouTube TV, Hulu Live TV, Philo, and Fubo. Six. So six. I was going to say five earlier, but I don't want to overshoot it. But there's like six of them. And then besides that, they have smaller tier ones, the your PlayStation TVs uh, or whatever, PlayStation Live, whatever that was, um, that just aren't going to make it, hands down. But now when you want to put your brand behind something and make your own TV streaming service, I mean, you can do it, but who's it for? So this is a new partnership with Google and uh, YouTube TV. Uh the carrier says YouTube TV will now fill the role of its, quote, live TV solution. It's also positioning Philo TV as a replacement for its base offering. So they had three versions, Live, Live Plus, and Live Zone. <laughs> this is so stupid. Why did they have this? It was so expensive, I believe. Um, it was, let's see, oh, they're not even showing the price anymore. 
YouTube TV is a leader in, the, in this space, T-Mobile said on its press release. It offers the same great flexibility, robust content, and convenience that T-Vision customers love. The message is clear. T-Mobile is teaming up with a company that has been in the game longer and is already familiar with everything it takes to make streaming, watching, anywhere TV work. Now, you know that uh, YouTube TV rose about $10, um, I would say about uh, four months ago, with the introduction of Viacom Networks. Was it worth it? You know, I have watched... Uh, Nickelodeon, Nicktoons, Comedy Central, and some MTV classics. But other than that, uh, I just, uh, <laughs> you know, that's not that's not ten dollars worth, baby. Now it's at sixty five dollars per month. Used to be at fifty five. Before it was like forty five. That was years ago. I didn't have it then. And they were so gung ho about this in October when it launched. Uh, in the press release, they talk about how innovation doesn't follow a straight line, blah, 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 the crap that you hear before. All boilerplate. Uh, T-Mobile describes this new arrangement as a, quote, big upgrade, adding that YouTube TV offers more than twice as many channels as T-Vision Live, yeah, and Philo offers nearly twice as much as many channels as T-Vision Vibe, which was the base model version. T-Vision Live started out as $40 a month, Live Plus and Live Zone, each increasing by another $10. So $60 for Live Zone, which is the highest tier. Uh, and they would probably have had to raise those prices, no matter what, at some point in the future. And so I think this is just a, 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 a cost-cutting measure, just a way for them like to save face. Uh, might as well cut it early. It's like when Bloomberg ran for president. You know, you might as well cut it early. Uh, then, you know, waste any money going until the end and keep fighting. And he wasted half a billion. T-Vision Vibe was the $10 a month service that provided on-demand access but not live streams to shows from AMC, Discovery, MTV, and other networks. That's going away. You can subscribe to AMC. I don't know. You, you shouldn't do this, but you can subscribe to AMC Plus and Discovery for as much as T-Vision Vibe for a little bit more. But who would do that? That's stupid. I I understand that people are like me and don't want to spend money on every single streaming platform, uh, which is smart. You guys, please continue being yourself. Um, but I cannot imagine somebody going, ah, you know, I'm just not interested in Netflix or Disney Plus or HBO Max. And then and then Discovery Plus is announced like, oh, my God, I got to watch some 600 pound life. Have you seen that show? That's, that is so sad. I was about to curse. That is so sad. Watching those people. And you, then you go to Wikipedia and like 50% of them have died. It is so sad. Oh my God. And they have these hour and a half long episodes. And you just see these people. And they have, and like a lot of the episode is them sitting down in their living room and then someone bringing them, you know, dinner. And they're having a dinner on one of those big plastic tables you see at like a, a church bake off. Those big white tables that you see at only uh, events that you know that uh, that white college kids uh, jump into when 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 the beer pong playing doesn't go well. You know they they jump off of the roofs of houses and land on them. I'm thinking of Mike and Dave need wedding dates now 
from what I remember, it's a good movie. And I own that movie. <laughs> I own that movie digitally. <laughs> and uh, I can watch it anytime. I choose not to. But I want to. <laughs> I think this is, the, this is a good decision, though. This is a really good decision for T-Mobile not to... Not to encroach on a space that it didn't need to, and there are other, uh, there are other obviously there are other better avenues to do of um, watching television. Hulu and YouTube TV are two of the best options out there. Um, and I, yeah, you're gonna have to. Uh, not every service is equal. You're gonna have to pick and choose if you want your local sports. You're gonna probably have to go with uh, Philo or Fubo. I think I know Fubo definitely, but. Yeah, def- but not YouTube TV because they got rid of Fox Sports South and your local sports, your whole sports channel. <laughs> um, but if you want all of your local networks, your PBSs, your local uh, PBS, your ABC, NBC, your Fox, your uh, CW, your broadcast networks, rather, um, get an antenna or go with YouTube TV and Hulu Live TV. You want... The AMC networks, YouTube TV, or uh, get AMC Plus. I mean, it's you just we have to pick and choose now. It was so much easier when cable was just uh, was just it. And one of my favorite parts, we'll get to the next topic. But one of my favorite parts about uh, having YouTube TV is just the ability to sit down. Not know what I want to watch. Know, know for sure that I do not want to watch. Uh, go to Netflix and watch The Irregulars. Or go to HBO Max and watch um, Justice League Unlimited. <laughs> I love that show so much. I love, 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 love. The Justice League cartoon and Justice League Unlimited. The sequel series. So good. They're so good. Um, I don't want to get... like I. Uh, yeah, I want to go to like obviously I want to watch those shows, um, but I don't. Sometimes you just want to sit down uh, and just and go through the channel guide and say, okay, all right, what's on uh, CNN? What's on CNBC? What's on Cartoon Network? I'll say Network without C. What's on HGTV? And you just want to put it on the background and you just want to lay on the couch and you want the cat to come next to you. But sometimes she does, sometimes she doesn't, and then you just. Sit there, and it's on, and then commercials come on, and then you decide: uh, Do I continue watching these commercials? Do I get on my phone? Do I, do I uh, turn the switch on? Yeah, like it's just it's just a luxury, a luxurious life. Let's move on. So the next two topics are about Clubhouse. If I can click back on to this story, God, I gotta tell you, the mouse and the. Uh, the keyboard. Now, I will say that my computer uh, was having issues earlier this week. And this is the third episode in the row I've talked about this Logitech Mouse MX Master 3. And this, oh God, oh Cortana. Cortana's still around? And this Logitech keyboard, which is two of the, the greatest pieces of technology that I own. Uh, and I invented the light bulb. <laughs> okay, shut up. I've got so many light bulbs. It's interesting to watch breaking news happen and then to, you know, over the course of the next hour, see who sends out the, because I used to work in the news. And so um, it, you, you'd, if something broke 
and whoever got it to you first, or if you saw an AP um, Associated Press, then uh, you you try to you know write up the story. Um, but it's so interesting to see which outlets get it to you first. So first, CNN broke it, obviously. 10, 15 minutes later, New York Times sent me a, a push notification, then Washington Post, and then now, about 30 or 40 minutes later, we're with uh, um, NPR. NPR. Anyway, I've ta- I was talking about, and, the, and for some reason, the Bluetooth on my laptop has been going in and out. It is an old laptop. Uh, I, I update all the drivers all the time. <laughs> uh, I keep it clean. I keep the hard drive clean. I, I do everything I possibly can. I'm not computer literate. I'm like, if, uh, if you know, Linus from Linus Tech Tips is a 10 out of 10 computer geek, I'm like a 6. I don't know how to code or crack things or whatever, but I'm not stupid. And it was going in and out. I was trying to edit news time. I was trying to write something. It was just going in and out. It was bothering me. Okay, let's move on. So this next one comes from Engadget. Spotify, written by K. Holt. Spotify plans for live audio. And they include an own version of Clubhouse. So everybody is copying, copying Clubhouse. Twitter. Facebook. Discord. Which I think Discord might be the the better place for it, and all and obviously Twitter Spaces would be a nice place to word too. Uh, actually, I think everybody should have a club. Now that I think about it, because I because I started thinking, oh well, you know, you, you can make it only for your friends on Facebook, or you can make it for your followers on Twitter. Uh, and Discord might be the the most pure sense of it, besides Clubhouse itself. But Spotify, I particularly wanted to to look at this because Spotify said that they wanted to do a quote live audio experience. Oh, she's scratching herself. Oh, she's licking a little paw. I just heard the bell on her, so that's why. To power its Clubhouse competitor, Mr. Holt Rice, Spotify bought Betty Labs, the maker of a live audio app for sports fans called Locker Room. I've not heard of Locker Room, but if you are good enough or big enough or important enough or special or unique enough for a, 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 a a, t- a company to look at you and go, we need that technology or we need your skill set that we don't have, then obviously something is going right. So Locker Room is going to be available on, remain available on the App Store while Spotify rebrands or revamps it before relaunching the app on iOS and Android in the coming months. Spotify says it will turn Locker Room, quote, into an enhanced live audio experience for a wider range of creators and fans with a focus on conversations about music, sports, and culture. So basically, live podcasting. With interaction. With interaction from the audience. Would have been perfect during the pandemic. We'll give professional... I was just thinking, I paused there for a second. Uh, It would have been perfect during the pandemic. Now that I really think about it. You know, versus someone going live on Twitch or YouTube... um, or doing, uh, you know, what Never Not Funny does is uh, they you subscribe to a certain tier, and then you get to, you get a monthly live show, you and the fans, and uh, and the and the cast of Never Not Funny, uh, which I go to, and it's like 180 people 
and then the hosts of the show. And it's just you guys, everybody talking. Not everybody talking at once, obviously, but the hosts are running an episode and then uh, they'll ask, you know, people to chime in and talk and stuff. And it's fun. It's nice. Um, But this Clubhouse thing or something like Clubhouse would have been uh, a nice thing for people. You know, if you're uh, throwing a concert, throwing a live concert and you want to hear people scream. I don't know. (laughs) Who cares? Spotify is trying to be, Mr. Holt points out, the go-to service for all audio things. There's podcasting, which I opened up the Spotify app this uh, week, and uh, and obvi- I subscribe to YouTube Music because I'm stupid and I hate myself, uh, and I and I just I love a service that is uh, just doesn't work. <laughs> I just love a service that is missing music and doesn't work. <laughs> that's what YouTube TV is. Oh my God. Google. I li- I know you're listening. I know you monitor me. Come on, baby. Make it better. Years and years and years ago, when Spotify was just an, uh, a nascent little being, I don't know if I'm using that term correctly, but when Spotify was smaller, Google was tried to buy it. And uh, Spotify said no, rightly so. And now <laughs> it's the biggest audio platform in the world. But God, imagine... You know, I mean, Google has a, has a has a way of buying companies and ruining them, uh, with the exception of like you know a handful like Waze and stuff. Uh, but now it's Alphabet, not Google. Uh, so, I I don't know where Spotify would be. It definitely would not be where it is right now. Uh, but who, I I don't know. I mean, it it have been great. It'd be it'd be wonderful if uh, if Google just and Google has a tendency to. Start stuff and then stop it, <laughs> like uh, the Google Fiber rollout. It has a tendency, to, like what it did was it was rolling it out. It rolled it out in like a hundred cities and then stopped. You know, Atlanta, Kansas City, uh, you know, a few others, <laughs> like Austin, and then it went. Mm, this is hard. I don't want to do this anymore. And now it's only like in small parts of Atlanta, <laughs> which I'm lucky to have it. Uh, but anyway. So Spotify has a podcast. I mean, and that's what they would have done. That's what they, they would have done for Spotify. That's what I was trying to say. That's what Google would have done to Spotify. So Spotify invests heavily in the podcast. And now it has easy podcast creation tools. Uh, things like Anchor, which I use as a soundboard for this show. And um, now it's doing social features, shared queues, shared playlists. Now it's doing, oh, God, what is that daily show that it did, is doing? Uh, where it's like a, a live morning show and then it intersperses music based on your like based on your preference and then they have like talking points and then your music, which is I think is a really cool thing, uh, even though the idea is as simple as it is. So Spotify really could be the better place for this audio thing. I also saw the headline of uh, something, I think it was on The Verge, and if it wasn't then... I'm not going to check anywhere else. But it was talking about how Clubhouse... Yeah, here it is. It's on, on The Verge, written by Ashley Carmen. So check this out. Clubhouse defined a format. Now it has to defend it. And I mean, yeah, it's it created something. Imagine if uh, Google came out in 2005. Oh, <laughs> my phone. I thought it was the Max. Um, what... Uh, you might hear somebody outside uh, shooting a what you call it a wind a wind wind toy. What's it called? Leaf blower. Jesus. 
<laughs> a wind toy, a leaf pusher. But well, imagine if Google came out with YouTube and two, uh, you know, just doesn't matter here. Just imagine Google came out with YouTube and then uh, Vimeo came out and then uh, uh, videos, videos, videos came out and then MySpace video and then Facebook video. Like imagine all those came out at once within like within a year of each other. And and Google had, saw that Jesus, and the big G saw that there was this uh, this open space for this for a video sharing platform. But now it's all overrun by you know fifteen different companies. Imagine if that happened. That's now happening with everything all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh. So check out Ashley Carmen's uh, piece over there on the Verge. Clubhouse to find a format. Now it has to defend it. This next one comes from Peter White. Now relation from Deadline. Late night laughs. Colon. Digital platforms Twitch and Clubhouse look to disrupt traditional talk show world. Remember in early in the pandemic when Colbert shot an episode, shot a couple episodes from his home in South Carolina, uh, and he was sitting in a bathtub in his uh, suit. And then, um, oh God, Fallon uh, had his wife hold up his phone. Jesus, uh, Myers. Oh God, I could not. These like this episode maybe really like there's like a couple, there's like a couple episodes where Seth Myers um, shot his from his iMac at home, and it was the worst looking. It was so bad. It was so 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 bad. I would rather have had him. You know, pick up his his iPhone. This is a pixel, but pick up his iPhone and uh, shoot it with his front facing camera because it was just it was the worst. Uh, and yeah, we were in the beginning of the pandemic, but come on, you got a DSLR sitting around somewhere, <laughs> a digital camera, something. And uh, and they all looked horrible. But uh, pretty soon, you know, people people had. Uh, decent cameras sent to the house or houses or um, uh, uh, HD webcams um, uh, for for um, for Kimmel now they send out great cameras and everything to people's homes and uh, and that's and the people have to send them back but <laughs> if you're watching the video I just my hand came up in three stages but the thing is the people on twitch and YouTube, people who, oh, just reached uh, my step goal for the day. I guess me doing a Italiano uh, uh, hand coming towards the, hand coming towards the, what? <laughs> towards the camera. Still works. Uh, <laughs> the show is still clean. I know I've said some things in this episode that are very dirty, but the show is still very clean. Hand coming. <laughs> Uh, but these people have done these things for their careers, for their jobs, uh, you know, just as long as these people have been hosting these TV, these late night shows. The likes of Twitch's Aiden Ross recently sat down with Travis Scott on the Amazon-owned platform and TikTok's one-minute talk show are getting as many clicks as the Late Show and Tonight Show draw at overnight ratings. I don't think you can't you can't compare uh, what happens what views in broadcast television and views in um, late night. I don't um, excuse me, broadcast television and views online. But I think the sentiment is still there. 
Gary Wood is animal talking uh, show that was in um, Animal Crossing. Uh, has had guests like Elijah Wood, Selena Gomez, and Clubhouse has been the talk of the town with the likes of Kanye West and Elon Musk joining the Good Time Show and Letty Sue breakout dream dinner party. Twitch has about 30 million daily visitors, up from 17 million, 17.5 at the beginning of 2020, uh, which I don't understand. I, I used to like Twitch, uh, and then, uh, like pretty soon after me starting like Twitch, it just went all downhill from there. Uh, I like I would stop, I would unfollow people. I never subbed. I just I never saw a point in that. Uh, I get paying people. I, I get giving them money, but I just never saw a point in, you know, five dollars a month to watch somebody play video games. And that's the thing. I don't want to watch people play video games. I don't want to watch them talk. Uh, I find a lot of those people irritating. <laughs> I find, just like I find a lot of YouTube personalities irritating, I find pretty much 99.9% of the Twitch people annoying. But I like the platform. I like what they're trying to do. And, you know, there's something to say. It's, it's, it, it's done for, it's done amazing things for gaming. Like G4. Uh, you know, made gaming mainstream on television. I mean, yeah, I guess. Uh, Twitch, Twitch has elevated it to a completely different platform. Uh, okay, Michael Aragon, Aragon, chief content officer at Twitch, uh, told Deadline that he believes that there will be a day where Twitch is essentially responsible for finding the next Fallon or James Corden. I don't think that's true, <laughs> and maybe it's because I have a, an old, an old, uh, an old mindset when it comes to this kind of thing. And while you know what, I, 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 I welcome people coming up uh, into the industry, in, in, entertainment industry, from different, um, with using you know different ways. Uh, obviously, no one way is right, uh, but I, you know, Lily Singh is hosting. Um, Carson, the old Carson Daly slot, but I think there's something different. The difference between, you know, uh, uh, Fallon and Singh, and then some butthole from Twitch, is that two of those people are actual entertainers, and that's not saying that not an entertainer cannot be be a twitch personality i'm just saying that every single person on twitch is the exact same person <laughs> and i don't want to see them on television then uh they're talking about then they talk about on deadline paul Shear, comedian hosts a show with rob hubel called thursdays with robin paul robin yes robin paul uh, Paul Shear is a very big comedy name. They have great segments. People come on as um, characters. They uh, they get a lot of great guests. Uh, Twi- Twitch is a place that can have all walks of life, but I do think that it takes a certain kind of entertainer, uh, you know, barring the the color and the gender of the entertainer, uh, but to host a late night show. And so, yes, while a late night show in definition could exist on Twitch, it, I don't, I just don't think that the two are synonymous. 
All right, last thing. Last thing's last. This comes from Bloomberg. Written by Lucas Shaw. Oh, God, so many freaking pop-ups. Are you mad as I was talking about you earlier, Bloomberg? Comcast weighs pulling Universal's movies from HBO, Max, and Netflix. Uh, NBC Universal, which is a Comcast corp, is thinking, is mulling over keeping its movies for itself to drive subscriber counts up to Peacock. Currently, HBO Max pays for the rights to show new Universal movies about nine months after they air in theaters. So the new uh, Fantastic Nine, what was I going to say? Fast and Furious Nine. Uh, Fast Nine is, goes to theaters in uh, May. In December, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Hmm. Seven months. Uh, you know, let's say in December they get the rights to play the movie. I know that's not nine months, but whatever. They get the rights to play uh, the movie, HBO Max. After it's come out on Blu-ray. And then, December, they have like, you know, three-month exclusivity agreement. In March, it hits Peacock. That's how that's how the traditional deal would probably go. They also have a similar deal with Netflix for uh, the movies from Illumination. Illumination! <laughs> you know, Despicable Me and the Minions. Now, both deals are set to expire at the end of this year. Now, obviously, they haven't made the decision, but they could do this. Peacock has about 33 million uh, accounts. Nobody is talking about how many of those are paying. I know I'm not. The company has yet to commit as much money to original programming as some rivals. Did I mention who wrote this? Lucas Shaw. I forgot his name. Both Walt Disney Company and Warner Brothers, owner AT&T Inc., have made original movies a central part of the streaming services they're now pitching to consumers. Boy, oh boy, they're still going with that uh, uh, wind machine, <laughs> leaf blower. <laughs> because of the pandemic, studios obviously have, have brought, you know, movies have been moved to streaming. All this stuff, nothing new coming out. Nothing new, nothing new in this article. All the information was pertinent at the top. Losing movies could be a blow to birth services. I listened to a rapper named Young Dolph. I listened to a rapper named Moneybag Yo. They're uh, both Southern gentlemen. And uh, both add R's into words that they don't need. <laughs> the word community is said community. <laughs> and I think it's hilarious. Losing movies would be a blow to both services. Universal is one of the most uni- successful, one of the most universal studios. Thanks to uh, successful studios, thanks to franchises such as Fast and Furious or Jurassic World, while in Illuminations, The Secret Life of Pets 2 is the third most popular movie on all streaming services last year in the U.S., according to Nielsen. Unofficial numbers, but obviously still counts because Nielsen does ratings. Whoa, Netflix released 60 scripted movies last year? Uh, I think that also. They're also counting the movies that they bought, like bad, not bad trip. Um, they did buy bad trip. Uh, Lovebirds, which I think it's a fine film. Should Universal not license, choose not to license films, streaming services, still eager for movies, still may have another one option. Sony, which doesn't operate under its own streaming service until Sony Plus comes out. 
I there was something earlier, and I don't remember. I I might be misremembering this, but uh, Viacom CBS when Paramount Plus was first being touted as a replacement for CBS All Access, Viacom CBS said that they would still option out or license out their movies and stuff to other platforms and networks and stuff because you know this is now this is just me talking that's how you make money for in order for universal to do this i think universal universal's like um ubi ubisoft the in the video game world ubisoft puts out the same video game <laughs> assassin's creed uh ghost recon uh, even Immortal, Immortal Phoenix Rising, I believe. Uh, all the games that they put out, virtually the same. Go to the highest peak of the map. Play as a, a probably a white man. Uh, go to the highest peak of the map. Uh, uh, unlock that part of the map. Rinse and repeat. Far Cry. Uh, but they have their own... Uh, uh, oh, God, what is it called? Subscription service called Ubisoft Plus. And... Subscribe to Ubisoft Plus. You get to play Watch Dogs, the new Watch Dogs Legion. You get to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You get to play the Ghost Recon Breakout Advanced Warfighter 2. You get to play, play all that stuff. Uh, the last one might be a hybrid of two games, I just said. <laughs> but, and it costs $15 a month, but you get to play all that stuff. Uh, this is, I mean, this these streaming services are essentially that. Uh, but, but Universal and Ubisoft are so another U word, ubiquitous, that it doesn't matter if they want to hold other stuff for themselves. It doesn't matter for them. There's, they, they won't lose money. Now, I believe it would be the smarter move, just like what Viacom is doing, to lease out your name, your games, your movies. Your name, your games, your movies. What, isn't that the isn't that the better option? If if in the Indiana Jones movies are only available on Paramount Plus, and I and I and you know I search around and I go oh, I can only watch this on Paramount Plus or I can watch it with commercials on YouTube TV. Bringing it back around, <laughs> I'm probably going to watch the commercials on YouTube TV because it's a thing I already have. Or if I own the DVDs and I just want to watch it in HD, or if I don't own it at all and I go yeah. You know, get a free or no, pay for Paramount Plus for a month just to watch three movies, or you know, just not watch them at all. I would probably go not watch them at all. Or if I want to watch them, for, if I want to watch them so badly, I would just rent them from iTunes or uh, uh, Play Movies, Google Play, because it, it's just subscribing for one thing just doesn't make sense. So if you if you can bring you make more money. You take you take those Indiana Jones movies over to Netflix. Yeah, they're gonna they're they're gonna get all the views. They're gonna get all the eyes. But man, oh man, you get a percentage of that versus you getting a lot of eyes, but it's smaller than that percentage. Now I'm just a simple Southern lawyer. I don't know much about no ratings and nothing. But what I do know is that this episode is over. Listen, if you like what you heard here, head to the website, cpluscomedy.com, where there, sometimes there are interviews. I haven't done one in uh, a year. (laughs) Uh, 
You can also head to youtube.com slash comedy if you want to see a uh, video version of this. I would say live. A video version of this show. It's me. It's only 2.30. Jesus. <laughs> it's me sitting in front of my laptop's uh, webcam. Just trying to make sense of this crazy, crazy thing we call the entertainment industry. <laughs> you can also see um, our premiere show, News Time, which is a thing where it's like uh, I take one story and I dissect it and I make jokes. I I do a little callbacks. <laughs> oh man, I do callbacks, and everybody laughs. All six viewers, four of them are me. No, seriously, check it out. It's like the Daily Show, except way less funny. This week's episode is about um, racism in books. That's a good episode. I have a lot of good jokes in there. Check it out. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, at C-Post Comedy, at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook. Rate, review this podcast. Wherever you get your podcast. Tell your friends. And I'm going to go finish off this uh, San Pellegrino. It's probably flat. It's been sitting here for 40 minutes. Goodbye. Mm. So bubbly. <laughs> <laughs>